Hey everyone, this is Caitlin. Emma and I are continuing to take turns featuring the anti-racism educational resources that we are engaging with each month because we believe that education leads to open hearts and free voices that are empowered to speak up and fight for change. We want to be clear that we know that these resources are just scratching the surface of what it means to be actually participating in anti-racism work, but we hope that you'll find them useful. We love you all. Black Lives Matter. This month, I want to share with you an awesome newsletter that I came across, which is called the Anti-Racism Daily. This newsletter is all about daily actions to dismantle white supremacy. Nicole Cordoza says that each day we offer an overview on current events and apply an anti-racism lens. Learn how practices embedded in our politics, criminal justice system, and workplace enforces systemic oppression and what you can do about it. I highly recommend that you go to the antiracismdaily.com where you can check out all the archived newsletters and subscribe. Welcome to the Full Heart Free Voice Podcast. I'm Emma Veritas. I'm a writer and writing coach for women who want to start writing. And I'm a teacher for women who want to find their true selves again. And I'm Caitlin Bosshart, a life coach for the multi-passionate at heart and wedding coach for couples planning non-traditional weddings. We read books that inspire you to live with a full heart and a free voice. Hey everyone, and welcome to our Life School episode for Chapter 6 of Women Who Run With the Wolves, Finding One's Pack, Belonging as Blessing. In this chapter, Dr. Estes offers an in-depth analysis of the ugly duckling as a story showing us an initiation into community and belonging. Because the ugly duckling is a common childhood story for many of our listeners, we thought this would be a fun episode to return to our original life school practice of story as medicine. As a quick reminder, story as medicine means taking a fairy tale, myth, or fictional story and studying it through a lens where you seek the personal significance or medicine this story holds for you in your life. In today's episode, Caitlin and I are going to walk each other through a practice called Lectio Divina. I first learned about Lectio Divina when I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts called Harry Potter and the Sacred Text. In that show, the hosts, Vanessa Zoltan and Casper Turkile, sometimes use this traditional monastic reading practice to help them understand what lessons they can take into their lives from Harry Potter. When I heard Vanessa and Casper, walk through Lectio Divina, it stood out to me because it was so similar to the work Dr. Estes does for us in Women Who Run With the Wolves. And so I thought it would be a great tool to share with our listeners and with Caitlin too, um, to help us dive into story as medicine again. So here's how it works. In this practice, you first pick a random sentence from the story you're studying by plopping a finger down on the page. You begin your study by asking yourself, what's happening literally in the sentence? What's going on in the story? Then you notice which word or phrase stands out to you from the sentence, and you ask yourself, 
what metaphorical significance you see in that word or phrase. So what does it remind you of in the world at large? What philosophies or ideas does it make you think about? Next, you take that same word or phrase and ask yourself what personal significance it has for you. What does this word or phrase remind you of in your personal life? What stories or memories come up for you? Lastly, you wrap up your study by reading the sentence one more time and asking yourself what action you feel called to through your reading of the text. In Women Who Run With the Wolves, Dr. Estes does similar work. She takes the objects from a story. She teaches about the metaphorical significance of that object and then how these metaphors and ideas can relate to your personal life. So by doing this version of Lectio Divina, you can make your study of these stories in Women Who Run With the Wolves even more personal to you. Um, so what we're going to do is today, I'm going to walk Caitlin through the Lectio Divina practice. She'll pick a sentence and we'll study it. And then Caitlin will walk me through the practice too. So we'll, you'll get two examples of this practice. And of course, what we hope is that you'll try this at home and we would love to hear from you. So if you do Lectio Divina, if you walk through these questions, if you do this practice, we would love to know what you discover. And you can share that with us in our Facebook community, Full Heart Free Voice Podcast Community. Also, um, there are a couple other story as medicine practices we've done. And if you're interested in listening to those, you can listen to episodes two and four of Full Heart Free Voice Podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by me, your host, Caitlin Bosshart. I believe that not only does the world have space for the biggest, brightest version of yourself, it needs what only you can create. I'm a life coach for the multi-passionate at heart whose endless curiosity, eclectic interests, creative endeavors, and vision for their lives have never quite fit into any one box, no matter how hard you've tried. Instead, we think outside the box. I help you embrace who you are, harness your unique set of talents, and support you as you forge a less conventional path, one that is fulfilling and energizing to your multi-passionate nature. Sign up for a free 30-minute call with me at caitlinbosshart.com and let's see if we'd make a good team. The link is in the show notes below. Okay, so Caitlin, here's what you're going to do. You are going to first just plop your finger down in your copy of Women Who Run With The Wolves on the Ugly Duckling story. So you can open up to those pages and plop your finger down on a random sentence. And when you have it, let us know what the sentence is. Okay, so the sentence that my finger landed on was, the cat earned her keep with the old woman by catching mice. So the first question we ask is, what is happening literally in this sentence? So like what's going on in the story? The cat basically has some type of an agreement with this old woman that she can stay there if she catches mice. Like that's how she kind of earns, she earns her ability to be in the house because she's doing something for the old woman. Right. And this is the part in the story where the little ugly duckling is staying in a house with a cat and a hen and the old lady. Okay. So the next part of Lectio Divina is to read the sentence again 
just to see what word or phrase stands out to you. So if you can read the sentence one more time aloud and let us know what word or phrase really stands out to you from this sentence. The cat earned her keep with the old woman by catching mice. So for me, the part that stands out are the three words, earned her keep. So then the question you want to ask is, what metaphorical significance do you see in that word or phrase? Like, what does it remind you of in the world at large? What philosophies or ideas does it make you think about? What it makes me think of is kind of this, at least American philosophy of productivity and um, that you you have to do something in order to get something from someone else. Sort of like this exchange that's sort of required. Yeah, it's like like you have to earn your keep. Like there's no not earning your keep. Right. It's like in order for you to be worthy of something else, you have to do something in exchange. Like nothing is free. Now I want you to think about earn your keep again. Like think about that phrase And ask yourself what personal significance you see there. Like, what does it remind you of in your life? What stories, memories, or images from your life does it bring up for you? I was definitely brought up with this idea of, you know, being a hard worker, um, you know, and working hard, doing a good job, but then also, like, having this equitable exchange with people within my life. So if somebody does something for me, there's always this feeling of needing to reciprocate that. In a lot of ways, like I really value that, but then I think sometimes there can be this this pressure and almost like a struggle to just receive something rather than immediately feeling like, okay, how can I then do the same thing for this other person and make it always like even? There's this feeling of equitability that I feel like I sometimes like, put a lot of pressure on myself. That makes a ton of sense. Like, yes, earn your keep, right? Earn whatever. And then it's hard to actually sit back and receive. So why don't you read the sentence one more time and you're going to wrap up your study by asking yourself what action you feel called to from the sentence. Like, or this study and this reading, what action do you feel called to? Something that's practical and simple that you could do this week, for example. Okay. The cat earned her keep with the old woman by catching mice. Hmm. Well, I think it's, you know, sitting with this idea of, you know, that feeling of needing to be productive, needing to to earn or prove prove being worthy of something and actually set aside intentional time to just do nothing. (laughs) That's (laughs) actually very hard for me to sit and do nothing. I'm, I'm kind of like somebody who likes to do a lot with my, my hands and my mind. And, and I think that can be tied to this idea of needing to earn my keep, especially when it's connected to my business, but actually setting that intentional time to just be feels really good. I love that. And what I especially love about this is that you have a cat and I have two. You have two cats. <laughs> and cats are the ultimate do nothing teachers. 
They are. <laughs> so maybe the next time your cat is doing nothing, it's like, go lie down in that sunbeam with your kitty. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a good idea. Actually, I love I love that idea of just because they just do exactly what they want to do and they do not feel like they owe you anything. Yeah. They don't try to please at all. And I kind of have <laughs> always loved that about them. So, yeah, thank you for that <laughs> inspiration. <You're welcome. laughs> thank you for doing this practice. It's so fun. It really draws us down into very personal, very practical takeaway from this really interesting part of the story, which I love because offline you mentioned that the cat and the hen part was a part you related to a lot. So I love that that's where your sentence came from. Yeah. Well, and what I related to about this particular part was how it's this idea of, you know, we expect things of people because it's how we are. So it's kind of that idea like, well, of course, everybody loves to you know, do yard work. <laughs> like, why don't you? It's like, and I like how this chapter really goes into, it's like, you would never expect a cat to like water. You know, it's like, just like honoring ourselves for, for mm -hmm. who we are and not necessarily like putting this undue pressure on ourselves. Today's episode is brought to you by me, your host, Emma Veritas. Everything feels off track right now. Your job is killing your soul. It's been ages since you've done anything creative. Most of the time, you're either overly stressed or recovering from being stressed with no real joy in between. You wish you could just take a year off, move to a tropical island, and sleep. But since you have bills to pay and responsibilities at home, that doesn't seem like an option for you right now. If you want to come alive again, without having to make major changes to your life, you are in the right place. Find Your True Self Again is a self-paced online course I designed to help you feel more energized, creative, and joyful in your life by doing easy but very powerful lessons that take only 10 minutes a day. This course is simple, really fun, and just what you need to get back on track to your right life. Are you ready to come alive again? Begin your journey at wildauthenticity.com forward slash true self. The link is in the show notes. Okay, so go ahead and plop your finger down anywhere in the story. Okay, I have one from the very beginning, and it says, Everything was going as it should for this mother duck, and finally, one by one, her eggs began to tremble and shake until the shells cracked and out staggered all her new ducklings. What is happening literally in this sentence? What's going on in the story? So this is the very beginning where... There's a mother duck who's laying on her little nest of eggs and all her little ducklings crack open and there's about to be one egg that doesn't act like the others. But at this point, she's just seeing all her little ducklings come out in a row. So now will you read the sentence again and then just see what word or phrase stands out to you? Everything was going as it should for this mother duck. 
And finally, one by one, her eggs began to tremble and shake until the shells cracked and out staggered all her new ducklings. The phrase that stands out for me is the phrase, as it should. Like, as it should. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so now ask yourself... What metaphorical significance do you see in that word or phrase? What does it make you think of, you know, out in the world? Or what philosophies or ideas does it bring up for you? It really makes me think about like every hero's journey or every movie where you see a character whose life is going as it should, right? Like at the very beginning of a movie, you know, there are some movies where it starts off and life is not going as it should. But then there are movies that start off where like, everything's just fine. Everything's just good. And then all of a sudden, everything just gets messed up for that character. Like they go their tale, their journey is that everything goes from as it should to nope, it's not as it should anymore. And it's all going to pieces. And so how do you deal with that? It kind of just calls to mind those movies. Okay, so next you're going to take that phrase and ask yourself what personal significance that it has for you. What does that phrase remind you of in your personal life or memories or stories come up for you? As it should. (laughs) It makes me think about the stuff we've talked about on the podcast, that I'm an upholder, that I like my systems, that I like things to go well. You know, I get strong amount of joy out of things going well. I think it makes me think about like the times in my life when things weren't going well. Like in our last podcast, when we were doing our book club study of the ugly duckling, I was talking about in my twenties when things were really hard. And it makes me think about how I just always felt like I was messing up all of the time I always had this feeling of like discomfort inside myself. It makes me think about that and remembering what that felt like. It makes me think about like as it should as a way that I feel inside myself when things are just going well. And I feel like as it should calls me to look at like I want to tell you a story about a time where I needed to release and let go and give up my upholder tightening situation where I want things to go a certain way every day. But it actually just makes me feel good inside when I hear that phrase. It actually just makes me feel like, ah, okay, everything's kind of going as it should right now. Okay, that's a little bit of relief. I feel a little organized. I feel a little good. Let's continue on. (laughs) So it makes me, I don't know, I have like this kind of whirlwind tornado of different personal significances coming in all at once. That phrase, I think, has a lot of meaning and weight for me, surprisingly, right now. (laughs) Well, and and I like that you brought up the upholder aspect. And when you are like leaning into that natural tendency, that's when it feels like everything is as it should be. So I feel like it connects back even to like the the ugly duckling idea of when you're connected really to your true self, if things feel like it is as it should be. Tell me if that connects. That totally connects. Yeah, I think that's what it, when I'm thinking about it, that's what I'm thinking about. That feeling of like, ah, I'm on my path. I'm on the road. I'm honoring my true self. 
things are feeling like clean and true and like I'm on the road to freedom. I guess that's the true like as it should. And then there's the social self part of me that might have an idea of what it all should look like. Mm-hmm. But that feels like the dirty pain from my 20s when things were like, oh, this isn't what it should look like. Real life, grown up life should look like you have it a lot more together than this, you know? Yeah. Really, now I'm living my life and it's this clean feeling of, oh, it's all going in that that true self-direction and it feels great. Mm-hmm. this word brought up a lot. Yeah, it did. (laughs) Who would have thought, you know? Who would have thought? Like Dio Divina, there's so much here. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So, okay. So lastly, we'll wrap this up by having you read the sentence one more time and then asking yourself what action you feel called to through the text. Everything was going as it should for this mother duck. And finally, One by one, her eggs began to tremble and shake until the shells cracked and out staggered all her new ducklings. Um, you know, I think what I feel called to right now is taking an action of appreciation for those moments when things do feel lined up and they do feel like, okay, this is kind of in the right direction or, okay, this is like a win. It makes me want Mm -hmm. to celebrate the wins, but also to look at like when that new little duckling hatches, that's also as it should be, right? She saw the duckling and thought this isn't as it should be anymore. And she had that like painful relationship to her little duckling, but really that little swan duckling He was as he should be. He was his true self already. So it makes me also want to look at, one, appreciating the wins that that feel right and look right, (laughs) and also appreciating the wins of things where, like, if they don't look right to my eyes, to ask myself, but is it as it should be? Like, is this the right path, even though... Like, according to the societal external rules, it doesn't look right. It, like, makes me want to ask that question more often. Maybe this week, like, set aside time when I have a relationship with anything in the world that I'm deciding isn't as it should be to step back and really ask myself deeper questions about that. I love that. You know, what that really reminds me of, and it could be, you know, if if this is connecting with listeners some work um, that would be you might really connect to and dive deeper into this is actually the work by Byron Katie. That idea of loving what is is her book and accepting rather than fighting with reality. So it brought that up for me as you're talking. I really love that. Yeah, because what if this little mother duck did the work on her thoughts instead of turning her attention to the duckling and getting that like negative attention what if she instead worked on her own thoughts about how things were things might have been better for that little duckling I love that yes I think the work by Byron Katie is a great recommendation I hear little voices yes (laughs) (laughs) if you guys if our listeners hear anyone in the background it's my little nephew who is talking (laughs) doing his job of being an amazing little dude in the world so (laughs) this is a perfect example it's as it should be (laughs) everything is good (laughs) 
Okay, if you try this exercise and if you do it, we would love to hear from you again in our Facebook community, Full Heart Free Voice Podcast community. We'd love to know how you're feeling about the podcast. What do you think? And if you feel so inclined, your reviews really help us. So if you would throw us a review on your favorite podcast player, that would be amazing. Thank you, everyone. Thanks so much. This episode was produced by Emma Veritas and Caitlin Bosshart. You can find out more about me, Emma, at my website, wildauthenticity.com, and follow me in my other Facebook group, The Writing Dream Collective, for women who want to write. And you can find out more about me, Caitlin, at my website, caitlinbosshart.com, and on Instagram at caitlin underscore bosshart. The nicest thing you can do for us is to subscribe and leave us a review on your favorite podcast player. It really helps the podcast to reach more listeners. And if you know someone who would love the Full Heart Free Voice podcast, we hope you'll share it with them. And of course, join the conversation in our Facebook group, the Full Heart Free Voice Podcast Community. And you can also follow along with us on Instagram at fullheart underscore free voice underscore podcast. And sign up for our bi-weekly newsletter at wildauthenticity.com forward slash podcast. A special thank you to the amazing artists whose music is featured on the podcast. Wally Ingram, Stevie Black, and Tom Freund. You heard portions of tracks Shine a Light and Who Do You Love from their record Spa Day. And thanks to Caitlin Bossart for creating our beautiful cover art and to Kirit Basu for all his audio and technical help. Last but not least, thank you to you, our listeners.